back again with another episode. Welcome back to everyone who's listening. We're really happy you're here. Welcome you back, welcome back, welcome back. What do you have to say to our lovely listeners? Um, where are we on? Live? Are we on live? Yeah, this is happening. Yeah. Okay. This is it, man. This is the big time. Um, thanks for, for joining <laughs> us for another episode, guys. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. So, by the time you guys hear this episode, we should have yeah. a, a president? Possibly? Yeah, Likely? Yeah. We'll know uh, for sure. We, we currently don't have one. So, we're recording this Wednesday evening, uh, the day after the election. Yeah. And yeah, things are uh, still being unraveled and determined. Mm-hmm. How anxious are you on a scale of one to ten? Negative sixteen. Not at all. None. Even last night. Even last night. Wow. Yeah, not not even a little bit. Tell us more. Like, how do you do it? Um. I place no faith in men. <laughs> That's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um, for, for, like, for real, for real. Um, it's funny because, we, you know, we always talk about how we try to not get into politics too much. But, yeah, I mean, um, it's going to be impossible this episode. So g- give this yeah. will be the mulligan. And then next year, next uh, next election cycle, you have to give us another one. Um but yeah, I just I just strongly disliked both candidates, and for me, you know, yeah, you know, you can do the whole lesser of two evils thing, but there are so many things that I found problematic either way, and I found so many silver linings either way that mm-hmm. for me it was kind of like either way I was gonna be good, you know what I mean? Like with with the outcome. No matter who yeah. won, it, I would have been able to just accept yeah. that result. I mean, I've bit. seen um, some people that felt that way and, you know, some content that reflected that. But I also read some things that were, you know, kind of more reflective on the community mm-hmm. instead of just self. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like, yeah, I'll be okay either way. Some people will not. And some people have not made it through this year. Or this term. That's fair. So, you know. That's fair. I guess my uh, my counterpoint to that is I don't have strong evidence to pr- to indicate to me. There's hope, right? You could be hopeful, and but to indicate to me what whatever things I've had an issue with the last four years that they're actually gonna get better. To me, that's um we're making an assumption and. Assuming that there's a, a change again, because the election hasn't been called yet, a lot of things could still happen. It's going to be highly contested. Um, th- you know, it's yeah. th- there's there's going to be lawyers <laughs> involved. The Supreme yeah, Court sure. could get involved. Um, there's some irregularities in Michigan, alleged uh, irregularities. Yeah. You know, so we don't know what's going to happen. But but to your point. Yeah, there are a lot of people that have been marginalized and mm-hmm. vulnerable 
with a lot of things that have happened in the last four years. It, it remains to be seen if there is a, a, a change, um, if those things will improve, right? We're, we're assuming at this point. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, everyone has campaign promises, right. and then, you know, you get in office and, you know, now's your time to shine. What are you right. really going to do for the people that supported you? Um, but, you know, there's just... I want to have hope. I want to have faith that it's going to get better. Um, you know, either way, whatever happens, I really do hope that it's a better four years than the last. Can't be worse. Um, I mean, maybe it can, but it doesn't <laughs> yeah, feel like Yeah, don't speak it can. too soon. You know, just in time, there's like a hurricane headed right for us just to try to Correct. sneak in a last, you know, end of the year yeah. shenanigans, you know? Um, not surprised. So, so let me ask you if, let's say that uh, it's determined, and this is extremely hypothetical. I'm in no way implying that this is what's actually occurring. So let's say that it's determined that Biden is cheating, right? And I don't mean him himself, like he's in there hiding ballots and stuffing the ballot box. I just mean someone on his behalf, whatever. He's not involved, but in one of these states that flipped from red to blue. Uh-huh. And, and it's determined to be true. Like, no, no, there's funny business. and Right. You know, Like whatever. what, Wisconsin and Michigan? Exactly. Just one of those highly contested uh, states. Um, how would you feel about that? I wouldn't feel good about that at all. Okay. I mean, you know, for me... What's fair is fair. Right. You know, there's law and order for a reason. And clearly, like, you know, the leader of our country should uphold those standards. Right. And, w and win fairly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How late absolutely. did you stay up last night? I was up until, like, 11. Okay. 11, I called it, and I was like, I can't do anymore. I'm going to sleep. How, how was it looking we'll at that see point? see what happens. Um, it, was, it was leaning towards Biden. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> but it was just so many things, you know. I, and, and, and I take the polls not with a grain of salt. You should. Maybe a little bit more than that. You should take the polls with a grain of salt. Yo, yeah. after this, after 2016 and this, I don't ever want to hear yeah. about polls again. We're throwing that out. That's done. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the North Pole. I don't want to hear about <laughs> tadpoles. I don't want to hear about stripper poles. Any poles. I don't, well, stripper poles. You know, I was, I was looking at no um, poles. Trump misspelling poles and, like, a couple of P other celebrities misspelling P -O -L -E -S. poles. And I was right. thinking to myself, like, that would definitely be Eli. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I basically just did that. Yeah. I didn't uh, – everything I just said is P-O-L-E-S and not P-O-L-L-S. Exactly. But yeah, like w that old model either needs to be revisited, revamped, change yeah. the science, um, or we got to really just throw it out because everyone, and I, I never believed it, but they were really pushing this narrative that it was going to be a landslide. And I kind of hoped it was true. Yeah. Just because a landslide either way would have meant 
this is over quickly and decisively and no one has anything to argue about and any cheating or irregularity would have you know pretty much been negligible right and that had a major effect so i i hoped that whoever had to win whichever way it was going to go it was going to be a landslide just so that we don't have to fight and fight over each single ever because right now it kind of feels like every single oh little yeah every drop counts make you know yeah. what's really crazy to look at um when you see like a state like florida i don't know if you zoomed in on the map and kind of looked at the counties mm-hmm. how there's mm-hmm. like three blue areas that control the whole state basically like dade county Broward County, Tampa. Palm Beach County, Tampa, and then everything else is red. There's like three or four yeah. spots that are blue. Every other yeah. county's red, and it's still like 51 to 40, you know, like super tight, super close. Right. Um, I mean, those are the, the, the ones you just named, Tampa, West Palm, Broward. I mean, those are the more they're populated. You know, populated areas. Yeah, they're yeah. densely populated. A lot of Florida is... A little bit more rural. Right, 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 right. It's it's just jarring to see, but yeah, when it when it comes down to actual voters and where people live, yeah. it, it makes complete sense. It's just I've when you're looking at it on the map, it just looks funny, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, a lot of Miami natives <laughs> kind of defending themselves, like, no, 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 like I'm from Miami, I'm not right. from Florida, chill. Right, 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 right. Like two different places, relax. Yeah. And I definitely can relate to that. Well, it's interesting because I really, there's such a strong Cuban presence here, and they're traditionally Republican. Yep. And there's been a huge groundswell of support for Trump, particularly in the last like few months. There's flags mm-hmm. everywhere, parades yeah. every day, boat parades, truck parades, semis. All kinds of stuff. So it was still interesting to see those counties firmly blue because it just it didn't feel that way. Yeah, it didn't feel that way at all. I felt yeah. like there was Trump supporters coming out of everywhere. You know, it kind of goes to show. Really go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was gonna say it kind of goes to show because um, I, you know, I have a friend. <laughs> You <laughs> you're always, always putting your friends on blast. No, you always laugh when I say this because you're like, how can you be friends with a Trump supporter? Whatever. I have a friend <laughs> who who is a Trump supporter, and we talk all probably every day. And he kept saying it was going to be a landslide. And I knew in my heart and my bones and my soul that that was basically impossible. I felt it was going to be a close election go either way i actually felt like trump was gonna win um and i guess right now if if let me look real quick uh see if anything's changed it looks like he he, more than likely he's not going to but it is still possible it's very possible but but in any case i i felt like he would win a close election but this dude was so positive that he was going to win by a landslide and just like you and me were just saying oh like it just felt like overwhelming support going Mm -hmm. one way i think 
that's what happens when you get into those echo chambers and you only talk to people who have the same beliefs. You only talk to people who are around you. You only yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, basing yeah, yeah. your opinions on only what you see, what's in your immediate vicinity. Yeah. It can be just like yeah. kind of distorted. You have a distorted oh, perspective sure. of reality. You know, like mm-hmm. you forget this country has over 300 million people and right. you live in a really specific place with specific values and a specific perspective and specific politics people aren't looking to do their research on the other side at all in both ways. at all that goes both ways they're not going out of their way to find information that's you know unbiased or even maybe it is biased but you're learning what you know i, I watch i probably watch more fox news for coverage of this stuff than i do anything else yeah. Because that's definitely not my perspective, but I want to kind of hear how What's they're experiencing it, what they're saying, how they're flipping yeah. things, how they're skewing the yeah. information, you know, I'm to not fit lie, their for narrative. Most of this, you know, for most of these four years, this term, I have not been doing my research on the other side and hearing it from different perspectives. I have been solely CNN heavy. Um, you know, on that side. And recently, since the elections have been coming up, (laughs) recently I've been trying to diversify my sources and kind of just, you know, get a little bit of everything. Yeah. There's a show that I really like on, it's a YouTube show, and I watch a decent amount of it. It's called um, Rising, and it's um, pretty much, it's like political news, but... It's a uh, progressive, the progressive liberal, um, and a conservative. Um, you know, they're they're political commentators, and they discuss things, and they debate, and they, and it's super interesting, and it's pretty fair and balanced. I just kind of like the vibe that they have, and how they bounce off of each other, and they debate things and it's not ugly and it's not personal and then they both criticize their own side a lot which makes it honest there just isn't a lot of honest that. journalism everyone's kind of pandering to the oh yeah you know the to the people that For sure. consume their product and they're just trying to sell clicks and sell you know yeah. ad, and ad i think time. that's one of the ways that trump has strengthened his audience and his support group is the distrust of the media well that's one of the few things that he was right about you know ironically like he he's a person that you know his supporters always make excuses for him but who's been extremely dishonest on a regular basis but he's he's right that the media has a, a bias and an agenda. And mm-hmm. look, just remember that the news at this point, it's not what it was 50 years ago where it's the, you know, disseminating information and keeping us uh, informed. It's yeah. it's a business. It's entertainment, right? So they, they've got to kind of sell the controversy and sow a little bit of um, division. And, and that's, and it's, political opinion shows it's not news it's like uh, a, 
a guy either playing a character or that's really what he believes but he's just giving you the news through the lens of his very strong right leaning opinion or left leaning opinion mm-hmm. not criticizing uh biden or not criticizing trump and right. it's kind of pathetic it's why i don't really like the news too much they don't criticize their own team and one of the arguments i always made against trump supporters is that listen like even in a relationship with your husband or your wife or whatever like you you there's got to be room to to criticize them right constructively or or whatever or and argue and say look you know i support you you're you're my wife or you're my husband but you were wrong on this thing or whatever and and there just doesn't seem to be that ability that for a lot for a lot of them for a lot of them it's like every single thing he says and does is an excuse there's a reason it's the media no it's yeah. twitter's fault it's right, you don't right, understand right. No, no ownership no the last person that was president did that too or there, you know there's yeah, always yeah. like a thing there's got to be room to criticize your own guy and he's still your guy you don't have to like every single thing that he says or does mm-hmm. he's still your guy and to, for you, for whatever reason, he's still the best option, but he was wrong on this thing. No, like, there just doesn't seem to be that. And I always kind of found that weird, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It just doesn't leave that room for, I don't want to say ownership, but, like, taking taking responsibility. No, accountability. And, and, and yeah, accountability. And, 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 pro- and improvement that way. You know? Right. We'll see what happens. It's really, uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, I've been more excited than anxious. Oh yeah, for Just sure. Kind of excited to see. I mean, this is what's the, on the most other. excited I've ever been about an election period. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't ever remember following. I mean, you know, 2012. Obama was a big deal. Was a big deal for me because that was my first time voting. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was too young to vote for his first term. Mm. Um, and so I kind of followed that one. I was kind of getting into it because my parents were always into voting and, you know, uh, the importance, you know, showing us the importance of that. But I didn't care as much as I care about this election. And I think that's kind of shown itself you know, nationwide, there's been so much more voters than ever before. Right. You know what else is crazy? It's the most money ever spent on a election cycle. $14 billion plus. By who? Both. Oh, both campaigns. $14 billion spent on the campaigns. Wow. wow. Yeah. Biden spent the most that's ever been spent. Um, by a single campaign, and then the combination is obviously the most um, collectively. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, what are you happy about so far? What am I happy about? Yeah, I'm happy that Oregon legalized uh, small amounts of cocaine <laughs> and heroin. Are you? A little bit. Trying to go over there and have a little stake. No, I think it's a really good thing. And I think a lot of states are going to adopt that now. They've been trying to get uh, 
something like that down here with the heroin for a long time. Okay. And they've tried, like, needle exchange programs. Right, and right. I think it's, for a lot of people, they don't understand the science behind it yeah. and the methodology behind it. But, I mean, there, there are other countries that have been doing this for decades. And it's proven to bring down uh, the rate of usage, death, right. you know, uh, people. It, it kind of, like, fast-tracks people to get help because right. when you're just criminalizing and punishing people who have a problem it's harder for them usually to get help you know oh yeah for sure they spiral i mean it's it's such a yeah it's such a hard thing to give up they need the support right they really do yeah so that that is awesome um also minimum wage being raised that was a good thing Depends who you ask. My my gut feeling and heart always says, yes, minim- minimum wage going up is a good thing. But I have a feeling that it's going to have a negative impact um, on this community particularly. Because what's going to happen is certain businesses are going to try to either pass that co- extra cost on to the customer are they going to get rid of people or it's going to speed up automation of certain jobs? Like, so, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be an economist. <laughs> what I do know for sure is that 50 years ago, you could be a teacher, right? And your wife could be, I don't know, uh, I don't know, name like a blue collar type. Nurse? Fine. A nurse, right? You can be a teacher and a nurse and live a super balanced, like, comfortable, middle-class life. Yep. Have two cars, you know, not be check-to-check, have a house, decent house, mortgage, two kids, and be comfortable. Easy. It's impossible now. So, inflation and cost of living absolutely have not kept up. Uh, wages have not kept up with those two things. Um, so there's clearly a problem. Meanwhile, you know, that top 1% is way wealthier than ever. And for them, you know, their wealth complete continues to multiply while mm-hmm. people stuck in the middle and, and the poverty levels, you know, even though poverty technically has gone down in recent years, but the middle class is getting squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. Right. So there's clear, clearly an issue, but it just kind of feels like every time you do one of these minimum wage things. Lifts, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the people whose pockets that hurt find a way to kind of like flip Get it. Get around it. Yeah, flip it and be like, oh, no, oh, minimum wage going up. Oh, okay, well, I <laughs> guess... I guess uh, there's no more dollar menu. I guess now it's a $3 menu. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always like, uh, like, oh, instead of five employees, I guess I got to have two now. Well, but that might be a necessary shift, you know? Yeah, but that's bad. That's bad. Because that just really doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. Because now... It changes... You just just have a new problem. Like, if I'm a business owner, and now you force me to pay everyone 15 bucks and i just now choose to get rid of 
four more people? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just know that every time something like this happens, we end up getting screwed anyways. You know? Um, meaning the people who stand to gain and benefit from making a little bit more money. Because, you know, let's be honest, it's just not, it's not just high school kids and 19-year-olds. You know, they're adults exactly. who depend on, on that money that have low-wage paying jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I really... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a complicated one. I just feel like it's a win in that people who are, you know, earning minimum wage mm-hmm. can have a little bit more, can do a little bit more. Yeah. Can possibly make their way to a different level or life, yeah. you know? Yeah. I hope so. Um I hope so too. I would I would I would have loved to see some legislation. I don't know how you legislate it go into the cost of higher education because what's happened mm. with uh, college tuition in the last 30 years is yeah. insane. It's insane. Ridiculous. And, you know, they've done studies on this and shown that it's mostly administrative. Like, they're super top-heavy. There's, like, a million VPs, a million directors, a million like you know executives and the education hasn't gotten Improved. like better right it's the same right? i'm not saying it's yeah. bad that varies from school to school and program to program but it's not like it's gotten 20 times better but the cost is 20 times more it's the yeah. same amount of students for the most part mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you would think colleges would get their shit together by now especially with the shift of your, your degree just doesn't mean as much as it used to. Exactly, and that's what I was going to go into is that, okay, fine, The let's say the there was legislation in p- place to lower the cost of higher education. Somehow. Are people going, yeah, somehow. Are people going to be as motivated to get those degrees when yeah. they see that they don't really... I, I, I think so. There, there will always be, prof- because only because there will always be professions that need them, right? Like whatever, yeah. but it makes it more accessible also to people who need it, right? And don't want to be saddled with thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar student loans. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense to me that a, a degree can cost you eighty thousand dollars. And put stupid. you in debt before you even have your first it's stupid job. to get a job making fifty. Like Exactly. Yeah. F O H man. Yeah, I'm not I'm there there really should be something done that maybe you can't legislate it but it just doesn't make any sense and it's just another thing that proves you know cost of living is increasing the pace at which wages are going up are not keeping up with that that stuff you know like yeah i don't know and you have um, to sit and ask yourself why and why has it gotten to this point with what you know? specifically um I guess I'm talking about the, you know, the inflation. Do I look like the uni bomber with this hoodie? Slightly. Alright. It's the vibes. beard or the hoodie? It's a combination. Alright. I'm it's just kinda cold, so I it was it was here, so I just We are enjoying some pretty 
nice weather lately. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you were saying uh, the cost um, of living. Yeah, just the cost of higher education uh, in sorry. general. Like, why has it gotten so high? Who are they trying to keep out? I, it's uh, I don't even think it's who they're trying to keep out. It's just like, just uh, mismanagement. It's a combination of mismanagement and things becoming increasingly bureaucratic, right? It's colleges getting bigger and, again, top-heavy. <laughs> That money goes to their directors and whatever, and you know, they're the the nineteen deans, and you know, it it just doesn't make sense. But it's mostly administrative, like shenanigans, yeah. you know. Um, it, it it you look. Here's further proof that it's BS. Like distance learning and online school has, it's a hundred times more popular than it was when it first started about 20 years ago. How are you justifying, like, how are you justifying the cost being more when you have less people occupying your buildings? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, using your, your, your facilities. There's people around yeah. the world attending your school, and you still find a way to yeah, to jack up the tuition up every year. For much longer, because m- many people are going to want access to, you know, more online programs, more flexibility. Right. And and, I mean, and just this whole COVID situation has shown how flexible com- flexible companies can really get for their employees. Right. And kind of speaking to your point. Um, earlier about people shifting away from college degrees, yo, you can pretty much learn anything now on YouTube, right? right? So you can pick up all kinds of skills. You can do trade school, which a lot of trade schools are expensive as well, the private ones. But at least they're like one-year programs, two-year programs, and you can make decent money. You can make a decent living, you know, going to mm-hmm. trade school and but becoming an electrician or a plumber or, or whatever, you know. Um, uh, a radiology program, you know, so I don't know, uh, the traditional four-year university model is probably on its way out, Um, and I hope so, just because of the cost and... It is a different world. Um, How are you feeling about the holidays coming up this year? Um, they're going to suck because obviously <laughs> it's not going to be big, you know, we'll make the best of it, but it's not going to be yeah. big family gatherings and big, you know, parties and the I whole wouldn't food. be so, you know, I wouldn't be so sure. People are holding their events and well, doing I'm not going to. what they must. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to. I mean, yeah, no. Nothing big. Yeah. Definitely nothing big. Not not the way we yeah. usually do it with the whole extended family and people flying in and yeah, we're not yeah, doing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's going to suck for real. It's going to uh, be unless, unless something dr- dramatically changes between now and then, which I guess is not impossible, but it, it's not likely. I, I mean, we're having surges like again. It. I mean, all these countries going into a second lockdown now. I mean, it's right. It seems like it's only a matter of time for us to. I don't know if th- I don't know if they will. They won't. Which is which is 
super scary for the well-being of people and also like you know, once they allow people to be out, they're like, oh, well, they're allowing it. So, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think they will. I don't think they're going to lock down. A lot of I don't think places so have already said that they won't. Um, it didn't really work the first time. It doesn't work. If it doesn't work, there's no point doing it. And the reason it didn't work is not because lockdowns don't work. It's because, one, we didn't have efficient, effective testing in place. Right. That And right. we and we really still don't. We still don't right. have. Everyone doesn't have access to free, rapid testing, so you can know on the spot. Okay, I have it, so let me relax. Like you gotta wait right. two days, twenty four yeah, hours, forty eight hours. Yeah, between those two days, they're out doing something, right. spreading it to five more people. So it, and then yeah. two. So yeah, w- without that in place, it's almost pointless. And then two, without um, people following, like the social distancing uh, mandates and mask mandates yeah. uh, where like necessary and, and needed without people following it, it's not going to work. Like, lockdown's not going to work. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, it's almost pointless. It's a so. shame that it's not going to work because it's worked for other countries. Yeah. When well, the rules were followed the first time. Yeah. We just can't do it. We can't. There's no discipline. It's not discipline. It's just perspective. You know, we just... We're different here, man. We're different. Yeah, it is. I sound like... It's like the... It's the culture, man. British it's the American... Right now, yeah. It's the American culture. We're different. Yeah. You know, it's about the right, and it's about... And look, you know, to... To be completely honest with you, I, I don't think it was fair to ask companies to close their doors and not give them the support they needed mm-hmm. right you yeah. gave to make it a twelve hundred dollar check you gave one ppp loan that ran out pretty quickly you know a payroll tax protection and it was like eight weeks of support yeah. but then you locked us down for seven months eight months so a lot of businesses were ruined, and a lot of businesses are still on the cusp of being ruined. And I mean, we've covered that extensively here, so I don't think it was right. So I, I do understand people, and I know several of them who built something, put a lot of heart and soul and hard work into it, and then just had to kind of watch it, yeah, go to shit, them. you know. And the government didn't step up and do the right thing. They didn't secure. They didn't do the right thing with the messaging and being on board and working well with the states to have one solid plan. They kind of left it up to the states. And I'm not saying to come in there and control what the states are doing, but they should have all been on the same page. We're either going to do it or we're not because it's not going to work if we don't all do it. Right. They didn't provide financial support long enough for what they were asking us to do. Right. Right. They didn't. Like I just said, the testing was a, was a disaster. So it's like, w- w- without all of those things in place, I can understand why people, a lot of people were mad and were like, no, this is BS, you know? Yeah, So, sure. So yeah, I, I hope we're not headed down that path again because it's, you know, it'll be the cycle that just never yeah, ends yeah. until, we, you know, we all are forced to take the vaccine. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, it seems as though the tides are turning, figuratively. Why? On what? You're looking at the election? Yeah, stuff? the election. Oh, he's got 264. No, he's had 264. 264, yeah, has been. Yeah, he's number. had 264. Um, Nevada's super close, man. Everyone's waiting for Nevada. Like, 8,000 votes. Nevada is a difference of 8,000. I mean, am I reading that correctly? But I'm I'm bad at math. Help me out. Biden has five hundred thousand five hundred eighty eight thousand two hundred twenty five, and Trump has five hundred eighty. Yeah, eight thousand yeah. votes. Less than eight thousand because he has. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. That's tight. That's tight. And they've counted seventy five percent. Yeah, that's tight, man. Yeah, I don't know how this doesn't make you anxious. I have been anxious. From I already, I already told you, man. November. It is what it is. It is what it is. And it's, n- it is what it is. But there's still this buildup of. Don't, don't put your faith in men. <sighs> it's not even about that. Like I, I, either way, it's not like as if yes. Put your this faith in women. Is change my life, huh? Put your faith in women. Yeah, honestly. No, yeah. More, more it, women. It, we got to do yeah. what we got to do no matter what the outcome is. We got to be decent people. We got to love each other. We have to do the right thing, man. No matter who wins, we got to love and support each other, respect each other. Try to be a decent human, you know, no matter who wins. And that's, it's, you know, it's, I, I, I understand it's not all roses for everyone and everyone doesn't have your best interest at heart. There are a lot of shitty people out here, yeah. um, including some of these politicians. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm not I'm not diminishing the importance of what's happening, yeah. but it's not going to change my mindset. It's not going to change my ambitions and my goals and what I'm trying to do and um, how involved I want to be in, in politics, specifically local politics. You know, I, I want to keep reading, keep educating myself and stay locked in and hold these people accountable. Um, especially if there's a change of administrations. I, I really want them to be held accountable. And that's one of the things that scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been highly, highly, highly critical of the Democratic Party. And I kind of mm-hmm. feel like if they win, they're not as incentivized to change because, and get yeah, better. Because they're and like, this is going to be so much better off rip. You know what no, I mean? No, no, like just they, like... They, they don't have... No, what I'm saying is they would feel as though because they've been voted in that this is what the people wanted and that they don't have to do much to prove themselves in, exactly. in office. Exactly, yeah. Right. It's like when your boyfriend cheats and you take him back did he really learn his lesson hmm you know how can you make sure he learns his lesson you gotta at least break up with him even if you want to take him back you gotta break up with him for like a month like <laughs> for real you gotta let him feel it he has to but cry that's a risk because in that month he could find great. another girl great perfect then he's made it even easier for him for you 
He's he's literally made the decision that much easier. If he's not groveling and begging for you back every single night until you finally take him back, if that's if that's the route you're gonna take, right? I mean, this is a bad analogy because yeah, I know this is going wh- off topic whatever. Topic. But I mean, this is for next week. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, I just feel like they're not going to be incentivized to change and get better and be more like, I don't know, less yeah, shitty, no, it's you true. know, that's human nature. Um, oh, we, we won. We don't got to do anything. We're in here for four years. No matter what we won, you know, oh. orange man, bad. We win. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it sucks that they won off of the dislike of the candidate not the, like there was no you notice there was no biden parade i don't think so bro bro like, nobody not, likes him B- yes because it's all 99 percent. i mean i'm pulling that number out of my ass but i i, I really believe what i'm saying that 99 percent of people voted for biden out of dislike for trump not out of enthusiasm for biden it doesn't feel like he's going to win on the merits of his ideas and his abilities. Okay. No, nobody that's, feels that's, that way. And I don't like yeah. that. I hate that. It's It feels gross. Like, damn, like, this is really all about one person. It's a terrible, like, we've been held hostage. This is a terrible we're, position to be we're in. We're in a tough spot. Yeah. Sucks, man. It really sucks. But, you know, the, the, if we hold them accountable, right? Yo, vote his ass out too in four years, you know. Like, make him pay for it in the midterms. Yeah. You know, your local senator, your local congressperson, don't hold their feet to the fire, and yeah, don't absolutely. you don't see the changes in your t- local towns and cities that you want. Vote their asses to out too. Like, it it really it just yeah. it, it it's and I don't know what it's gonna take for this to happen, but it's really gotta become a system that works. Yeah, so that people can believe in it. Yeah, and and people can have something in it and also hold accountable our elected officials. Yeah, I mean that's the way that it's supposed to be run. It is, you know, in a, in a perfect world, that is what democracy is. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're just not there yet. We're not, but hopefully we can get there, man. Um, yeah. I, were you surprised to see how much support Trump got? Um, no, only because, like you said, you know, in you know my area and a lot of areas in um, South Florida, it just seemed like the Trump support was very real. Yeah. And I went into this election thinking, you don't count Trump out. Don't count him out. Don't think that this is going to be easy. I didn't think that it was going to be a landslide for the Democrats. I didn't. Oh, so you thought the polls were bullshit too? Yeah, I just, I just, I just didn't see it that way, especially from all the. Yeah, they, you know, they, they had some of those polls had them up by like twelve points in, like traditionally Republican states. Yeah, like states. they had them up. Just like, come on, man, yeah. six points, twelve, like. The, the margin of error with those polls are supposed to be like three to four percent, I think. Mm, they had them wow. up by like seven points, eight yeah, points. Yeah, that's why I don't even. Ten know points. Just tell me, tell me at the end. By the time you're listening to this, we'll know. But yeah, the anxiety is real. We may not, only because it's going to be yeah. contested. We'll see. A lot, a lot can happen. 
stay tuned. Yeah. So we're talking Hello, about friend? relationships and cheating next week? Yeah, we got to do it. We got to put that episode in there. All right, guys. It's been real. Thank you for listening again. Um, you know, let us know what you think. You can always reach out to us through email or Keep through our Instagram, dime a dozen, you know. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. Right KIT. Remember when you Pretty used to write that in your books? Yeah, with your phone number. Keep God number one. KIT. <laughs> Never change. Yeah. That was my jam. Someone wrote in Andrew's yearbook um, that was never involved with him. Like <laughs> something like I'm not even gonna say this out loud because he's gonna be pissed. But and I'm still recording. Cut this part out. Cut nope. this part out. Nope. <laughs> Peace, guys. <laughs>